Hello and welcome to Pedantic Hand Wavium, the podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using signs. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. So, Jeff. Simon. You like Japanese culture, right? They're big sure, Japanophile. Pretty, pretty cool dudes. What would yeah, you say sure. is the greatest thing that Japanese culture has ever given to America? Samurai films. Fair. Second best thing that American culture <laughs> has given sorry, the Japanese culture has given to America. Uh probably Super Sentai. Ooh. You're wrong this time. It's gotta be yeah. It's gotta be Sunday morning cartoons. Like Transformers and As a whole <laughs> I'll allow the, it as like a, a second, like, with an asterisk. <laughs> like Barry Bonds, because it's cheating. Yeah, There's too yeah. many of them. There's <laughs> <laughs> law of large numbers. Some of them are bound to be good. Exactly. Some of them are bound to be good. Thanks to Thomas. He knows who he is. I want to call him Tommy Sparks, is what we're going to call him. That's his name. His name is Tommy Long time Sparks. Friend of the show, well, Tommy, Tommy Sparks. <laughs> He gave us a suggestion, and we decided to do it. Uh, we're doing Power Rangers today. Man, I had to research Power Rangers, because my dad never let me watch Power Rangers. He believed it was too violent. <laughs> too violent? Yeah, my dad didn't let me watch, like, violent television shows. Uh, and, and so what I would do is I would sneak... Oh, we would sneak behind his back and we would watch Power Rangers. I was too young to really remember most of that. So when I was right. like of age, I would watch The Simpsons before he got home from work. And then... Okay, basically the same thing. Yeah, because like every... I believe it was Thursday night, I would watch The Simpsons from 6.30 to 7. And then from 7 to 8, I believe it was Nova Science Now. And then I would go to sleep. Tuesdays were the, or whatever day it was, it was the night I lived for. It was the best night every week. <laughs> oh, that's cartoon night. Let's do it, boys. Yeah, and like, I didn't even get most of the references from The Simpsons. Anyway, my, my dad has since admitted that he's fine with me watching The Simpsons because he's like, well, they were, they were culturally relevant. And he's like, but, but still not Power yeah, Rangers. He's like, but the Power Rangers. To no. this day, he doesn't want you watching it. I'm glad you never watched it. <laughs> and I was like, uh, Dad, I watched a lot of it, but I just don't remember any of it because I was like two. <laughs> I'm just now, now people know how old I was. I was, I was very young when the Power Rangers came out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're doing Power Rangers. This is probably the craziest show we've ever looked at. Yeah, there's so much going on, and they they don't they don't explain any of it. They're just like, this exists. Deal with it. <laughs> and I'm like, it's it's. I, I like it that we don't do really science fiction anymore, but sometimes it makes our job very difficult. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, hard science fiction is very difficult <laughs> to, like, really riff on and really kind of uh, luxuriate in the space. But I think Power Rangers gives us a lot to work with. <laughs> I, some would say almost too much to work with. <laughs> <laughs> Most would say too much to work with. <laughs> Okay, so to start off, general synopsis, Power Rangers are these teenagers who defend the Earth from uh, a few different villains, the big big bad being Lord Zed, mm -hmm. and they have these things, various forms, it starts off as power coins, it's at one time cell phones, and at other times are like samurai swords, one of them is a wooden bracelet. That turn them into, like, super soldiers. Okay. That's the best way I have of describing Just... it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it's, you know, their self-contained team that, yeah. like, defends the, like, the Earth or space or Akihabara, depending <laughs> on uh, which, which show you're watching. Yeah, yeah, it's... I, one thing you realize when you start researching Power Rangers is that they were like, as soon as they would start losing people, they were just like, yep, this is a tor horrible idea. They would torch it, and then they would just start a new series. And the series would be like just a little bit different or a little bit more modern. But for some mm -hmm. reason, they never improved their... I actually, I like this about them. They never improved yeah, their... Yeah, like the formula's consistent. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they never improve their FX. Their FX are <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Always they the same. also. I think they like keep all of the costumes because I'm pretty sure there have been reunion specials. That's like here's seven of the last Super Sentai teams working together now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Why? Why would they? It's insane. <laughs> why would they? ever get rid of any ip yeah and also like who else is gonna use it who else is like uh i need like a talking lizard costume <laughs> i need like a fat lumberjack oh yeah we got like aliens. four of those in the back <laughs> it's fine anyway this actually it, I, this makes me want to watch the original series because the original series looks like it knew it, it was a children's show and it's just <laughs> luxuriating in the fact that it can do whatever it wants and it will not lose viewers. Right. So, the first thing, the right off the bat, a moon dumpster is a prison. Wait, eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is, yeah. like, the name of a thing. It is not, like, the action that it does. Uh, yes. So, so okay. <laughs> uh, uh, there's... There's a weird like urn on the on the moon that okay. that houses the villain Rita Repulsa. Mhm. And the thing I was thinking was how does it do that? Electromagnets. Ah, oh, so good. Right. Well, that's all I had. Got to uh, pull out the big <laughs> guns right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, so so it's weird. I mean, yeah, like is it a people size urn or it is Rita Repulsa like gaseous and is being kept in a normal sized urn? That's what it is. So I I remember it being a small urn. Like it's okay. it's like maybe the size of like a pot. She's it's it's much smaller than the character itself and it houses like even though she has, like, all the technology in the world. I'm assuming... Okay, I'm assuming Rita Repulsa's magic in this point is just technology. Okay. Oops. <laughs> that was me trying to silence my phone as I was getting a message. Which reminds me, I should silence my phone. Hey, Ashley. <laughs> How do you condense a human being without killing it? Um... And put her into, a, like, some kind of object that that she can't break out of even though she's like one of the most powerful beings in in the world Mm -hmm. well and that's what i'm curious on is i don't know if she is properly people or if she like does also have other forms that could realistically fit within the urn she is an alien okay so but as far as i know biology doesn't allow for you to just break down a creature unless it does maybe that's the thing about her species of alien is they can liquefy themselves i don't know of a creature that can do that uh well (laughs) yeah i'm thinking less liquefy and some sort of i don't know gaseous form or something that can be just fit more economically into that space it's compressible yeah um what if you know that what's that stuff called that like fits in between your your cells to like squish them together uh membranes no there's like a name for it it's like it's like the yeah so there's a thing intracellular fluid no it's not that there's a thing inside of people at least uh, i know it's actually inside of all creatures where like to give your organs and stuff their shape Mm -hmm. they build like a skeleton and one of the like things they can do with stem cells is that they can grow it inside of the inside of a skeleton like like it, and it'll grow mm. into the correct shape and like formation. Okay. So I'm wondering maybe her version of of things, her alien self, has like a doesn't have that, and so that she can just like liquefy herself or be liquefied and then reconstitute herself, and instead her cells have like interlocking. Uh, like keys, like enzymes, so that they fit together correctly at the end of it. At the when she reconstitutes. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Oh, really, Jeff? That's that's what you think? That it exact is. thing? Well, no. Mostly, <laughs> what I'm doing is trying to like find any canon explanation on the wiki, and like you said, it's just hey, here's a thing that exists. Yeah. So there is no useful information. We can do whatever we want. Reader? We can, yeah. It's it's really given us too much room. <laughs> it's it really is. <laughs> but 
I, I, I like this idea because maybe this also gives her the chance to kind of change the way she looks. So maybe the reason Rita looks like a human, even though she is an alien, is because she chooses to look like a human because that's who she's fighting. Because her cells don't have like a yeah that shape. way when she like eventually in her mind takes control of the planet it's easier for people to accept her exactly she's just a mastermind yeah. mm-hmm a mastermind trapped in an urn that happens to the best of us <laughs> yeah 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 I I think that's I mean that's classic villain mm-hmm classic villain cool so she gets found by a bunch of humans. Right? Who are also on the moon. Yes. Keep in mind that okay. this is the 1990s, and we've already been to space and on the moon, and it's pretty well-known technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, like, not everyone has ready access to, like, yeah, no, so I just uh, swung by the moon last Saturday and uh, found the CERN. Knocked it over accidentally. Well, the... the the scene, and this I only caught a glimpse of, but I thought it was worth mentioning and us talking about. The humans who mm-hmm. find her seem to have, let's just call it, baggy clothes. <laughs> <laughs> their their spacesuits uh, don't have rigid bodies on them. Right, right. And Rita Repulsa also kind of just pops out of the urn. So both she has to have the ability to survive in the vacuum of space. Mm-hmm. Uh, also needs the ability to live for 2,000 years, and the spacesuits out of the people who find her, how do you have not rigid spacesuits that don't just expand and then blow up? And, like, this is using, well, presumably tech of the era of, like, the 90s. Yes. Definitely still <laughs> was not just, like, baggy, flopsy spacesuits. Yes, unless we are considering this to be, like, a... Uh, an alternate earth where human beings have like really niche only wear baggy clothes <laughs> yes and they insist well maybe that's what it is maybe that's what it is maybe it's the design aspect of the suit where they they do have rigid frames but the rigid frames are meant to look baggy <laughs> and Ill, Ill inflated it's yeah well i mean that's the fashion really so uh that's just NASA keeping up with the times. Of course. And there's also no energy energy packs. Like the big old packs that, that guys wear on the moon. They're <laughs> just guys in sweatpants on the moon. Pretty much. It looks like guys in like shiny jogging gear <laughs> are on the moon. And have enough time to just explore to find urns. Right, right. Well, I mean, there could have been like some... Like, anomalous reading. Hey, I found this urn. Hey, guys, there's this little urn over here. Oh, but let's not deal with it now. We're on the moon. We have to collect rocks and dust. I don't want to deal with this urn. <laughs> it could be some alien in there. You don't remember that? Uh, No, I think your brother has that tattooed on him, actually. Yes, that is. Yes. Uh, my, yes. my brother, well-known space fanatic, has that <laughs> quote tattooed <laughs> on him. If and if you see it him, it took the whole arm. Is a real rambly quote. Yeah, if you see him, ask to see it. It's it is it's wonderful. The guy who did it is really a great speller, and has really nice handwriting. <laughs> only two or three typos. <laughs> only two or three. It's a long quote. I mean, you got to give him. And he was only able to write it out once. I mean, like that's not you can't erase stuff. Right. Yeah. So I mean, like, you know, still a great tattoo though. Oh yeah, spot on. <laughs> so, so how can Rita Repulsa survive in the vacuum in space and live two thousand years? Does she have like the heartbeat of a tortoise? Well, sure. I don't know. Well, um, maybe those. Well, I mean, if she's like in some sort of gaseous form, maybe she just doesn't have to like metabolize nearly as much. Yeah, but if at all, maybe she's just a bunch of tardigrades stacked on top. Of each other. <laughs> Well, actually, that's not a bad idea. I mean, right? not yeah. yeah, no, like I, I am down <laughs> with that. Maybe not tardigrade specifically, but like an extremophile, like something that has like a really 
good way. And maybe that's how she lives for 2,000 years. She could just put herself, like, uh, she's a colony. Yeah, she's, not she's a, just in, is like, in stasis or has, like, a cocoon husk about her. Oh. For protection. From the lack of elements, <laughs> I suppose. Okay, yeah. I, I guess so. I guess I didn't I didn't remember that something can live in space and that thing is nearly invincible. Right. So pile of tardigrades. So got it. Pile of tardigrades. <laughs> we got it. Well, so it's it's a community of tardigrades. It's much like in the movie Megamind, it you know how all of the little monsters come together to form a giant face of Megamind? Uh, for sake of argument, let's go with yes, and we'll put a pin in that topic for another episode. If you haven't seen Megamind, you should. It's actually a phenomenal movie. Okay. It's like that. So, you know the baby face of the Animatrix? Yes. It's like that, but with tardigrades. Or, or tardigrade-like okay. creatures. Yeah, yeah, just like tardigrade hive mind. Yeah. Colony. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so the next big baddie, the her boss, is a guy named Lord mm-hmm. Zed. Okay. Right. Now, the weird thing I found about Lord Zed is he seems like he's exposed muscle and brain uh, that has been. And, and Boran. Okay. Yeah, and Boran. Uh, you know, the great organ, Boran. No, so he's exposed muscle and brain uh, that has mm-hmm. been kind of like tied together with metal. That's what he looks like. I don't actually know what he is, and I couldn't find any description of him. <laughs> uh, let me just. Uh... It's... So I want to pull up a photo here myself. I want to know kind of what he is. Oh, like kind of what, right. what kind of um, leads to him. What is is he like a a creature or a human who is like stripped of all of his flesh? flesh? Yeah. Well, looking at this photo, it looks like he has some sort of helmet. I want to say the brain is just. Uh, Aesthetics. Like, decoration gotcha. on the top of the helmet. Gotcha. Because, you know... Um, <laughs> the, yeah, the actual, like, stripped flesh, I think, is actually stripped flesh. <laughs> that's just, uh... That's, that's... Actual muscle. So, ooh, ooh, maybe he's, like, a race of alien, okay? That, you know how bugs have their bones on the outside? Essentially, Okay. <laughs> What if he's a creature that has his muscles on his outside? And he has his skin on the inside? Yes. <laughs> oh, because the rest of his internal or- organs are just very toxic and would disintegrate the muscle. Yes. So he needs that internal layer. Yeah, so it's pretty much like he's a giant stomach. Because the stomach... Yes. Yeah, okay, good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because a stomach produces... I'm going to explain this for the listener. Stomach produces mucus that that gets eaten away slowly, so the hydrochloric acid doesn't just eat out the inside of your body. And if when it does, it's called an ulcer, and it hurts a lot, and it does a lot yeah, of damage. Yeah, it's uh, bad days. Yeah. yeah. So we're saying that he is essentially a creature who has, like, toxic innards for some reason. Mm-hmm. That has to be separate from his muscles, because it'll denature it. So there's a uh, insider lining. And then his muscles are probably like vascularized in a certain way. So he probably is really prone to bleeding. Kind of gross. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Good. Okay. We're going to move on. <sighs> there's so much stuff. Anyway. So there's this thing called power coins. Mm-hmm. They draw their powers from dinosaurs. They have... They, Go on, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> With that sigh. Uh, they have crystals that need to be elongated, and when they are elongated, they transform the powers, uh, they transform the rangers into the, their, like, power suits that are also really baggy for power suits, I feel like. Anyway. I didn't, I didn't remember them being that baggy. But, uh, uh, okay, we will get into their aesthetics later but <laughs> okay they also have the power of teleporta- teleportation all right and the powers some powers can be stolen not all powers we're gonna just ignore that because that's i don't like that it, 
it's weird. <laughs> but they do need like weird rituals to like pass the power on. So like you have to be a certain someone to be like get all the powers of the of the crystal. So they're like right, yeah. You need to inhabit the the trope that is yeah. which color ranger you are, which is to be you have to be either a white guy, a white nerd, a black guy, an Asian woman. Well, or I a think white it's woman. like the intelligent and the leader, and you know the not kind of overtly racist. Uh, <laughs> are you sure? Because it, I mean, I've been I've gone through a lot of Power Rangers. <laughs> kind of seems I mean, like I think it might happen to often be a little uh, racist on the surface, but I think they are occupying different tropes. I think racist is too strong of a word. I would say problematic. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's problematic on certain levels. Anyway, yeah, you have to be like a, a body of certain uh, spirit. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah. And then once you do, they they can transfer the power over to you. Mm-hmm. The question is... Um, yeah. Yeah, no, continue. I it's, if, if was you, about to sum up also. It, I, I, I'm just going to say, how does this work? Crystal energy. Well, we are doing so well right now. <laughs> right? Um, so, so, uh, oh my god. So, you, yeah, you have to resonate at the same frequency as your power crystal. So, so, uh, let's take this new agey bullcrap out. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually just now realized that the point was using science. My bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, you're not running for president here. Boom! <laughs> you sure? I could probably win. Mic drop. Anyway, so let's start at the beginning. So, why do the power coins draw their powers from dinosaurs? It doesn't make sense. Everyone in this era is 2,000 years old, which doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Dinosaurs didn't... Okay, again, we're treading onto not scientific... It's not creationism. Right. Dinosaurs mm-hmm. did not roam the Earth 2,000 years ago. <laughs> Unless you consider birds and, and some reptiles. Right. Now, is it, like, drawing on the power of the dinosaur, or is it drawing on the, like, dinosaur robots that they pilot? That I think we're probably going to touch on later. Yes. The, uh... <laughs> yes, I have a little footnote here in my notes that says, Why are there Zords dinosaurs? <laughs> uh, dinosaurs are cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean, why? Like, so it, uh, the description I saw said it draws on the power of dinosaurs. The question is... Okay, I think, yeah, we also, to unpack that further, I think we need to define what the power of dinosaurs are. I am interpreting it as... You know what? I'm going to interpret it this way. It it draws on the power of dinosaurs by using the biomet... The, the biology of dinosaurs... Mm-hmm. As a, a starting place to create apex predators. Alright, I don't recall all of them being... But they're not, but they're all apex, apex predators, predators. Aren't they? Are, are they, they not? I, there's a, I, I don't actually know, but I'm pretty sure most of them are. Like, what's a tiger? Tigers are well, apex predators. Well, a tiger's predators. also not a dinosaur. Oh, 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 yeah, you're right. I guess oh, not all dinosaurs are apex predators. Right, yeah. I guess there are herbivore dinosaurs, aren't there? Mm-hmm. And a lot of scavenger dinosaurs. Maybe, maybe, to the infinite wisdom of this alien species, the dinosaurs are really the uh, greatest creation that Earth has ever had, and humans are just soft, squishy nerds. Be- uh, like everything after dinosaurs, just soft squishy nerds. Yep, everything after after dinosaurs, soft squishy nerds. So really, the dinosaur like power is just the perfect uh, creation like of God. Yes. Alien technology preserving the perfect creation of God. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I can get behind that. I I think so too. I think it's more of like a social thing, and not like an actual like I uh, like. Cons- 
Oh my yeah, god. Well, I mean, like there is a technology to harness the the just the greatness that are dinosaurs. Yeah, and, and for those of you guys out there who are giggling to themselves thinking, oh, but oil is hard to see the power of dinosaurs. No, <laughs> oil is made from plants, not animals. You are not burning dinosaurs. Was that the sharp inhale a little bit ago? Is you realized that maybe we messed up and then you realized we didn't? Yes. <laughs> that was exactly <laughs> my mind process. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, sorry. It's mostly like ferns are what create oil and things like that. Dinosaurs don't really degrade that way. Yeah, so. they just turn into rock bones. Yeah, they really do. They, like, flesh. He, animals suck as fertilizer is what I'm saying. Which is why you should never fertilize your pumpkin patch with human beings. We won't judge you if you do, but yeah. probably shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, it is it is environmentally friendly. I will say that. Uh, you gotta reuse those resources. Gotta reuse them. Grandma, reuse her. <laughs> so, how do the crystals trans give them power armor? Or is the power armor, like, stashed? Are we talking, like, an Iron Man 2 situation where, like, he can build, like, he has, like, a wristwatch or whatever, and it, like, pushes a few well, buttons and expands over his like, body? there is, like, teleportation, you said, right? Yeah. Like, that is within universe? Yep. Do other crystals. So I think, yes, I think that actually works perfect. So I think the crystals are like a focus, like a target for the teleportation. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's, Mm -hmm. and it's, uh, it's suicide machine. Suicide machine? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Suicide machine. I was, well, yeah, we'll say it's the same technology as, uh, the Star Trek teleporter. So, if you guys are ever sad that your characters are re- leaving the uh, Power Rangers, don't be. They're, they've been dead for a long time. Several times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, again, how do the crystals create the power armor? Um, the crystals don't. They're stored somewhere else, and they're just teleported onto the bodies using the crystal as the, the target location oh. to teleport. Oh, I like that. I'm down with that. That actually makes total sense. So then let's sure. let's talk. I'll take it. <laughs> let's talk about those power armor suits. This is a power armor that increase, increases speed, strength, and durability. However, it looks like <laughs> okay. it's, it looks like it's made out of cloth and kind of acts like it's made out of cloth. So uh, I have an idea for this. Nanobot exosuit. Uh pretty close actually. It doesn't have to be nanobots. However, uh, if anyone remembers from Batman number one, uh, Lucius Malfoy has a material that when you put an electric charge through it, it uh, can retain a rigid shape. Uh, okay. Certain metals actually act that way. I don't know if I don't No polymers come to mind. I'm sure there are probably some polymers that do it. Uh, but certain metals will do it when you expose them to uh, high temperatures or uh, certain conditions will will jump and become will no longer be rigid. So mm-hmm. ceramics can do it too. It's actually really cool. I forgot about because I've seen shock absorbers that were made out of uh, smart material that like oh, are responsive to the neat. ground. It is. It's very cool. Uh, yeah. I, I, that's what I would say. It is. I think it's. I think it's the entire suit is made out of electrically responsive material that when it mm-hmm. is about to be hit it essentially uh puts a charge through it makes it rigid so that it can dissipate oh the, so it's basically like like uh the cape the from batman from dune work uh where if something is moving at it with enough kinetic energy it like hardens to prevent the blow yes yes our first Dune reference. You thought we would have made more of those. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking, uh, and, and that makes sense. And that way, you stay because you're a karate master. Uh, you stay nice and limber and loose for your like battle, right? But right. you mm-hmm. can magnify your strength and your speed by having it uh, contract and expand in different ways to power your your muscles and your body. 
and we'll say that it somehow is powered by something or well they have that like power coin or something on the belt or whatever calls them on their person so oh, that could just true. be like uh like a controller or something like a com- like little computer controlling the suit yeah but like how do you generate the power to put the current through the suit because that has to do the work you're doing if you're like speeding up or punching harder see what i'm saying no it's conservation of energy man so like if you are right. moving faster something has well to be the suits are also summoned using teleportation oh yeah so, so we'll it just... could just be externally powered just energy is beamed directly into it okay I like this idea because it means that all of the Power Rangers are now sterile due to the immense amount of radiation that they have received. Yes. Good job. Well, I mean, they're also dead several times, so... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's it's moot, really. Oh my god, that's how they avoid cancer, though, because they keep on rebuilding themselves. They just keep recreating the bodies? Yeah. Boom. Yeah, no, I like that. That works. We, we beat the cancer loophole. Or the cancer problem. <laughs> just need more suicide machines exactly that's how you beat cancer that's not how you beat cancer we should I, i'm sorry i might cut that out of the episode that was just, <laughs> yeah that was a dumb thing to say that was maybe a little dark and maybe a little insensitive but we both kind of leaned into it <laughs> <That's true. laughs> cool so now we got the power coins I, and we'll assume that all the versions of power coins essentially work the same way because there's a lot of versions of them uh, yeah, I mean, they can have the same overarching thing. They all, like, there are reunion episodes where different Sentai teams work together. Yeah. Oh, so. Of course. Yeah, so it makes sense that they have some sort of similar technology between them. Well, here we go. We are down to their Zords. Which right, are the-, the big robots that they pilot. How do you make a giant mecha? I'm thinking it's like, it's got to be... So I, I was thinking more of like a material science standpoint. Like, how do you create a material that can withstand that much force? Like, withstand that much force of just like walking, really? Because, like, they're bipedal, too, right? Yeah, so they also have the ability to balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm going to say carbon nanotubes. Carbon nanotubes for structure and, like, just a big, like, gyroscopic center for balance. Yeah, maybe there's, like, um, sensors in the feet that allow it to tell where it's leaning towards. So it can, it has, like, reactive balance rather than, like, a static balance. Oh, 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 ooh, good idea. Simon, you're so smart. I love you. You did it. (laughs) Feel free to enlighten everybody else. Or you can just really sit on it and, and feel superior to everybody. <laughs> so you know, in, in my brain, and I don't know if this is in the television show because I didn't see any images of like inside the Zords, but what if mm-hmm. what if it's a human being who is doing all the movements and the Zord is copying them, right? Okay. You could think that if their suit is intelligent enough it can tell what muscles are oh and it like interfaces with the with the mech and the mech is just balanced the same as a human being okay i can see that yeah i like i think that that's a good idea Mm -hmm. and and maybe even to do it the because we already have the material available to create like that uh uh uh, rigidness rigid that's not the word what's the word for when things become rigid rigidity that's the yeah maybe that's anyway we already have the material that their suits are made out of that Mm -hmm. that like becomes harder Mm -hmm. maybe that is actually like musculature inside of their mechs inside of their zords so they're even their muscles so it has like that membranous layer and also like an armor plating on the outside yeah yeah, and like cords so that it acts like muscle so it, it, mm, they mm-hmm. try and make the Zords as, as human or creature-like as possible. And then they, from there, they can kind of like put on armor and stuff like that. So that the Power Rangers, their interface is a one-to-one connection. Yeah, it makes more sense to do it that way than like, oh, hey, you're a bunch of teenage karate masters. Also learn how to pilot these giant mechs. 
So what we're saying is that this is not uh, even even Galleon. Uh, it is definitely very much not Ava. Yeah, it's because uh, that's Ava is very terribly depressing all of the time. That's true. Cool. Well, do they win at all in Evangelion? They must. Uh, um, they don't really no, win. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, it's a different. It's a different show. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how much we can get into that show on this one, because we're trying to keep it, uh, PG. Yes. There is some cool stuff in that show, though. I think we should talk about it. That would be a good show to do. Anyway. Yeah. Shark Cycles. I know what you're thinking. What's a shark cycle? Yep, that's the one. The answer is... And how do you play, how do you play card games on them? That's a Yu-Gi-Oh! reference. Card games on motorcycles. They play card games on motorcycles in Yu-Gi-Oh? There was a series where I think they, like, played Yu-Gi-Oh while also riding motorcycles. I love anime so much. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, shark cycles. Right. They are motorcycles. That are also sharks. Yes. But not only are they sharks, they were made from a shark? Oh, that's more terrifying. That actually, the wiki that I'm getting my information from, specifically mm-hmm. for the first time, it mentioned a material at all. And the material it decided to use <laughs> it was, was shark corpse. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> yes. It was a fossilized shark fin from a prehistoric shark. Okay. So, uh, what is this shark? I, I, so it's just made out of rocks then, right? But it's lightweight and a powerful, and it's a motorcycle. How can you make a motorcycle out of okay, rocks? It's... This isn't like this isn't like the philosophical question, like, is a sufficiently <laughs> complex system of sticks and rocks a computer? This is an actual question. This is a literal question. <laughs> how do you make a motorcycle out of rocks? This is go to your mechanic and say, how I give him- Hey, I found these outside. <laughs> I would like a motorcycle, thank you. <laughs> but I need it lightweight, and I need it powerful. I need it to get to crime really fast. Are they necessarily lightweight? Yeah, it says lightweight. At least it my says notes. lightweight. Does it define what lightweight is? I'm assuming... Because it could be lightweight, like... For a motorcycle made out of shark? Like a race <laughs> motorcycle, or it could be lightweight, like... Compared to a normal pile of rocks. <laughs> that is a good, that is a really good point. Right? I'm gonna say. Like, s- how many bananas I, I, does this motorcycle weigh? I'm gonna say that because it says lightweight and powerful motorcycle, that it means the motorcycle is lightweight for motorcycles and not a lightweight and okay. powerful pile of rocks. <laughs> I think that's a fair uh, assumption, yes. Yes. When I decided to get my four-year degree, I don't think I ever (laughs) realized I was going to be saying a lightweight and powerful pile of rocks. (laughs) And here we are today saying that exact thing. Yeah, so, like, is it using, like, that as the basis? Like, it's using some leftover nougaty DNA left in the middle of the fossil or is that informing how the motorcycle is designed what do we think that's what i was thinking too i was thinking it was using nougaty dna much like futurama right to to create a motorcycle that was designed to go through air and earth like a shark goes through water are sharks fast right Sharks can be fast, yes. It depends on the shark. So maybe this prehistoric shark was like the fast... It's like the peregrine falcon of... Of sharks. Of sharks. And they were like, well, I mean, if it works as a hydro whatever... Foil? A hydro... Yeah. Plane? Instead of an aeroplane, it'd be a hydroplane? Whatever. It doesn't need to... Sure, yeah. You... you you guys, you get the idea. Yeah, if it works in liquid, it works in a different like fluid. <laughs> it works in air. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what it they is. They one-to-one translations. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, all the internal mechanisms are organic. Just shark organs. Yeah. And that's how it's so, I'm like... okay with them being organic motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I like that idea. I don't... I think it gets smelly. Well, I mean, they wash them, I'm sure. I guess that's true. Do you think it breathes oxygen? Do you think it has lungs, is what I'm asking. Because sharks don't have lungs. <laughs> uh, no, that's why they gotta go so fast. To move oh. all that air past its gills. Oh my god, that's why it's a shark. Because it has to go. And then when they turn it off, it's just dormant. Like a sleeping yeah, shark. No, it also kills them. Oh. They just get recreated. Okay, so we're just going more suicide machines. Everything in this show is a suicide <laughs> machine. Do the shark cycles get teleported in also? Or yes. do they have to... Yeah, so same thing. Oh my gosh. Like They don't need to keep them alive that long. That was real bad audio. I'm sorry about that. that was... I was flying around. That was real bad audio. <laughs> Thanks a lot for that, man. Yep, no worries. My fun editing. So we got it. Are they riding organic motorcycles? <laughs> Literal sharks, yes. So here's a question. Mm-hmm. If I if I told you that there was a gun, okay? Picture a gun. Right. Now picture a gun named the Quantum Blaster. Is this the one that's also called the Old Bazooka? No, but I actually read that as <laughs> Olay Bazooka. <laughs> and if you yeah, can... I that's... Yeah, actually, looking at the uh, Japanese, I think it is actually the, oh, well, anglicized as the Ole Bazooka. No, this is not the Ole Bazooka. Okay. I didn't, I couldn't find anything on the Ole Bazooka, although I, I guess I did want to bring up the fact that it was called the Ole Bazooka, and I assume, <laughs> I assume it has something to do with yeah. soccer, I don't know. See, that was a funny joke that you should have laughed at. Oh, was it? Sorry, I was uh, <laughs> translating uh, Japanese in my head. Oh, yeah, you know, that's really funny. I found a Power Rangers site that was in German, and I had fun translating that. <laughs> yeah, that happens sometimes. Let me just do some research, and, well, I guess I can kind of make this language <laughs> out. Well, I have, like, some background in it. Anyway, yeah. so Quantum Blaster, what is it? Oh, I guess I should tell you what it is. It's a really powerful gun. <laughs> it's a gun. It's a blaster <laughs> that blasts quantum. It's a really, so all it, all it is really like in the show is it's, it's probably about the size of like, you know, those Nerf Magnums. Is that like the revolver yeah, things? Yeah, yeah, Yes. It's probably about the size of that, but it also turns into a sword. Uh, it also has, like, the power <laughs> to kill, like, huge mechs at times. So what is it about the Quantum Blaster? Keep in mind, its name is Quantum. It has to use yeah. Quantum somehow. I mean, that could just be marketing, too. It could be. Like, the aliens just had all these blasters laying around, and like, you know what, we gotta, we gotta really update this documentation. Really gotta push these. So there's like there's like the Blaster XP and the Blaster 2000 and the Blaster Vista and and the Quantum Asterisk Blaster with a footnote that says not actually quantum. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So really, I should be updating my notes so that it's Quantum Asterisk <laughs> Blaster right. uh, uh, product. <laughs> product may not contain not tested uh may not contain or approved by the fda quantum uh 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 no claims are being made about effectiveness 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 Uh, it's yeah it it really drives home the joke when you say effectiveness three times because you're having difficulty spelling it about effectiveness of product uh uh complaint or we don't have to take the easy out complaint or comment call uh 911 okay 
So... <laughs> and they had that in every episode. That's why there are so many 911 calls. Just all these children. Every single episode. They would have a, a, a scene where they would just go through the manual of the quantum blaster. <laughs> and be like, okay, I gotta screw this on. And then I gotta put this in. And I gotta turn this. And then... And then and uh, where's the quantum bit again? Oh, quantum main product may not continue bottom. What is this? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. There's like a, a made in Mexico sign on the side of it. And like, oh, man, you got the cheap quantum blaster, didn't you? Should have gotten the main USA one or the made in Germany one. If you're going with the Mexican one, you might have might as well gotten the Olay bazooka. Yeah, man. It's got mostly... <laughs> The the Mexican one is the really really the same as the American one except the Mexican one is a lot more plastic. Well, the American one has a little bit more wood and mahogany. It's really just an aesthetic thing. But I mean, I I prefer it anyway. So that's what we're gonna say. Uh, Quantum Buster. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did you just like sign off on the Quantum Blaster? Are we not doing it anymore? No 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 no. Uh, the, okay. The, so I want to know how a really small gun that is also has the mechanics to become a sword is also incredibly powerful. That is a good question. Um, so does it like create more mass to become a sword? That's a cool idea. I, or is it just like extruding it into a different form? So to me, what it was doing was it was changing quantum numbers so that they would no longer function the way you wanted them to. So, like, it would, it would, uh, uh that's, just, it's a stupid idea. I'm just going to stop right now. What were you saying? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, like, yeah, just looking at, uh, changing forms, does it, is it creating matter? Is it, like, extruding matter? So it's just pushing itself into sword form? And it's like otherwise hollow or thin in places. I would s- to to make up that material difference. It looks like it's extruding. It looks like it's extruding. Okay. Um. Uh. And for the gun part, I have an idea. I think the reason it's such a powerful gun is it creates, it fires, and creates anti-electrons, and so the explosions you see are the annihilation of the electrons. Okay. In a material. I can get behind that. And so it's really like the size of like a nine millimeter, and then the rest of the bulk mm-hmm. is just oh, like a really thin sword, hollow sword, mm-hmm. like a rapier. Right. But we we didn't need that whole okay. bit about the fact that it was just marketing. <laughs> <laughs> well, but we have it anyway. Well, I mean, I was trying to give you an easy out, also, if you didn't have another another explanation. Or if we run short, you can include that audio in the rest of the episode. I don't think we're going to run short. I still have... Neither do I. I still have two more... Technically, I have three more things. I don't want to answer one of them. So I have two more weapons we're going to go through. Okay. What is... Is one of them the giant roller? No, I couldn't find anything on that. Yeah, no. Like, I saw one clip and it was real bad. Yeah. There's a giant roller, listener. It's pretty cool if you look at it. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, though. It's a, it's a big old wheel. It's a big old wheel. You know what it's called? The giant wheel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Fire Smasher is like a buster sword that can cut through anything. All right. So it's a superheated surface. But, like, how do we not fry our... Like, when you... Cells. Yeah. I mean, s- localized superheated surface. Okay. Maybe it's a superheated surface that uh, creates a vacuum around the blade so the heat can't go anywhere except for where it touches. I mean, how is it making like such a condensed vacuum like that not being contained otherwise? Uh, uh, tr- or maybe it just recycles its own heat. That doesn't make sense. No, because that, cause that but, would make it uh, not yeah. work. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, maybe uh, it. If we could just, how do you, how do things make? 
Like <laughs> how how do things make cut good? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how cut good, Simon. <laughs> well, how do things make vacuums that aren't pumps? Like can you make a vacuum out of a magnet? I don't know. I'm mostly familiar using pumps. Yeah. For space. You know, like normal things. Technology you just that send it out into space. Um maybe what it does is that it gets so hot that it starts ionizing the air and then it uses a magnet to create a shield that is like um a plasma that's held in suspension around the blade while the opposite charge is stuck to the blade and that's why it glows and then it can cut through things that okay. way. Okay. I'm alright with that, with it making a like suspended plasma like that. Yeah, like it's it's kind of like a lightsaber but without the bad parts of it. Without the kyber crystals. Yeah. yeah. And then it just like so it's not cutting so much with like heat as it is with like a magnetic field and heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like ionizing and stuff. That makes sense. I like that. Let's do that. And the reason it's so And that's how you cut good, Simon. And and it's just <laughs> It, maybe the fact that it's really big is just coolant. It just needs to like it, it needs its internal workings, like the magnet needs to be cooled constantly. Right. So, Otherwise, it would also melt. Yeah. So the size of it is really not like it, the reason it doesn't have heft to it is because it's like um, it's just meant to increase surface area. So it's like uh, what's those things called? Those things that you put on your CPUs that I for some reason cannot remember the names of the cool model. heat sinks. There you go. It's a heat sink. <laughs> That's all it is. I like that. That makes sense to me. Uh, mm-hmm. And maybe it's like like you're they're using aluminum, so it's real light, and it, and also you like the added strength of the, of the mm-hmm. of the suit you're wearing, so you can hold it with one hand. Cool. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I forgot the suit also helps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so now we have the dragon dagger. All right. Is it a dra- uh, dagger made out of fossilized dragon DNA nougat? You know, what if I told you it was a flute? Uh, you know, that does make a lot more sense. You're right. Yeah, it was something that's named the Dragon Dagger. It's also a dagger. Mm-hmm. I should I should say it. It is a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a complete misnomer. Yeah, no. It is a dagger, and it but it, it is also a flute. And when it is played, it like draws extra power to the to the suit and the sword, and then it also can act as a shield when it's played. And it's also just a dagger. I mean, it is a dagger. So you, know, you could probably kill so someone. There's so much it. going on with this. Yeah. Um. This is this is Green Ranger territory, and this is when the Power Rangers were like, yeah, you know, jump the shark. Yeah. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing we can do? How about the Green Ranger? And then they jump the shark again with the White <laughs> Ranger. It was insane. The show is nuts. <laughs> you should have been there, guys. Yeah, you should have been watching this in the '90s when you were a kid. <laughs> Um, I mean, you can still watch it today. Not going to stop you. Not going to judge you. But where, Jeff? Uh, the internet. <laughs> just just the general internet. Anyway. <laughs> you guys know. So, okay, first, let's start off with how does the how does playing a musical instrument amplify the suit's power? With what we've described Is the suit as being. different tunes for different things that it's doing? I don't believe so. It sounds like it's the same thing that he's doing. Well, then I don't know. I think when he plays it, all these things happen at one time. It amplifies a suit. It amplifies a sword. It also acts as a shield, and it's also okay. a dagger. Sure. Um, well, because I was thinking it might be like some sort of auxiliary like power source. Power source. The medallions or coins or whatever, whatever else they use. That makes sense. And, and then, yeah, and it just draws, like, a lot of extra power that is shunted into different systems that behave those ways. Yeah, okay. And and maybe the fact that it's playing a musical isn't, isn't, the music has actually nothing to do with the increase in power. It's more like, uh, like getting a phone like call. that's how to activate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like, that's, that's the, um... That's just the tune telling you, like, it's running, so you don't end up burning out the power source that's inside the dagger. Because you can't keep mm-hmm. it running forever. 
Because it's like maybe a, yeah, because it it will definitely overheat and burn out. Yeah, and like melt your hand off. Right, and you don't want them hot flutes. Nope, hot flutes are the worst. Ask a flautist. Yep, F- flutes overheat all the time. It's their nuclear energy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it acts as a shield. Do we like it's a reflective shield? So what? Uh, how do we? Yeah. Do uh oh. Ooh, maybe the way we've described the suits. Uh, mm-hmm. It was wrong the entire time. No, they they can become rigid in such a way that they become elastic, like highly elastic. So anything that okay. hits them gets bounced back. Okay. In a some and kind of way. Like so, is this like is the shield made by the dragon dagger? Was it? Yes. Okay. Is that like external to the rest of the suit? Like, does it just look like a force field from any other sci-fi show? Uh, no. Actually, you can't see the shield. It just fires stuff back at you as you shoot at it. All right. So it's just a. It's like you. Does it then itself make like just have a big magnetic field that? is reactive to what's coming at it it's possible what about stuff that's so it it maybe it doesn't reflect everything like paramagnetic or not what are this what's the opposite of that? the non-magnetic stuff mm-hmm. stuff that's not magnetic it doesn't reflect back right right and they're just never smart enough to try that <laughs> well i mean it is a bunch of teens you said so maybe that's true they haven't been through e&m physics they don't understand it mm-hmm they spent too much time fighting karate, doing karate. Goofing off in the back of the classroom. Yeah, and not enough... Fighting crime. Not enough time paying attention to paramagnetism. Paramagnetism. They probably can't even do their little uh, uh, energy level stuff. Man, I Today's wish they could remember more chemistry. you think I would. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's fine. You're learning about water. Yeah, that's 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 the chemistry I do now. It's water chemistry. <laughs> cool. So I don't ever want to touch the Triassic dimension, which uh, it's a dimension. The Triassic dimension. <laughs> it's a dimension that the Triassic <laughs> Ranger has. That is a different dimension that he controls. That to me seems self-explanatory. It's a different dimension. <laughs> that only he controls. That only yes, exactly. Simple, yeah. straightforward. How is that nothing to unpack? Exactly. There's no science there. It's perfect in every way. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Pedantic Handwavium. You could you know, please like and subscribe us. You can reach us at pedanticandwavium.com, pedantichw.com. Our theme music is by Joe Sobchek. Uh you could be really nice like Tommy Sparks here and give us show suggestions and we'll uh we'll we'll do it we'll actually do it if it's good we actually will especially if it's good it's yeah if if it's good we are sorry if this episode is not funny i is (laughs) that's only because we're not funny it's only because also it's really late and this is going to be the shortest turnaround episode (laughs) of all time and I'm just looking at the amount of time I have to edit, and I hate it so much. <laughs> That's why you just uh, cold close the episode. Okay. Yes. Is there anything else we have to do? Oh, uh, no, we already did uh, the call to So action. I have been... Yeah, you did the call to action. And I've been Simon. Oh, and, and I've been Simon. And I've been Jeff. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. We'll miss you. We love you. Tommy Sparks more than everyone else. <laughs> Especially Tommy Sparks. Tommy Sparks, sorry. I hope he doesn't hate us for calling him Tommy Sparks. We I we just didn't want to give his last if, name. Yeah, we we wanted to thank and not dox you, Tommy Sparks. Yeah. So uh enjoy your cool new new uh internet handle. Bye.